Each summer, more than 2 million young people attend a Christian summer camp. Research not only proves there are immediate relational benefits, there's also lasting spiritual impact. I remember some of my first experiences at camp, and the summer that I worked as a camp counselor was one of the best summers of my life. Camp Ministry, that's on this Action in Ministry. Inspiring you to be the hands. Empowering you to be the feet. Strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action. Action. Action in ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legute, and this is Action in Ministry. With us today is Bob Polanski. He's the executive director of Camp Warburg in a small Illinois town just south of St. Louis. He has been on staff at the camp since 1997 and was named executive director in 2011. The camp has experienced tremendous growth, and I'm sure his heart for ministry has something to do with it. Bob, it's so great to have you here with us today. Thank you, Rachel. I'm happy to be here. Well, Bob, I know many of us have been to some sort of Christian camp. I myself have been to Camp Warburg where you work. Maybe they've experienced church camp or scout camp or uh, maybe even just one of those day camps. For you, what is it that's so special about going to camp? Wow. Uh, I think what I normally say is I love to connect the world of God and the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And that is what uh, one of the reasons why Camp Wartburg is very special. Um, We are a relational ministry. We love to uh, have people come to camp uh, to grow in their faith with God and with one another. Uh, That's what Christian camping is all about is building on that relationship uh, and sharing that love and that uh, faith with uh, one another. What led you to camp ministry? Did you camp as a child? I was forced into camping uh, <laughs> as a child, uh, as a youth. Uh, our church, between 7th and 8th grade, it was a mandatory uh, experience that yeah. you had to go to camp. So I went to Green Lake Lutheran Bible Camp in Spicer, Minnesota. Oh. Um, and uh, I had uh, a lot of good memories from it. I still uh, can recall many of those things, um, uh, singing the songs, the Bible studies, the games, and things like that. In fact, I talk about some of them. Uh, during our staff training. So uh, it's kind of funny that you can relate something from, you know, 45, a few years ago. ago, So, but uh, no, I've always loved the outdoors. Um, I've always been one to, whether it's sports or camping or whatever, I am a pretty high octane person who loves to be outside. (laughs) Well, can you tell us a little bit about your role at Camp Warburg and maybe just a little bit about Camp Warburg in general? Sure. Well, my role has changed a little bit. I started as a camp manager at camp, and uh, part of our role there is to just make sure the camp runs smoothly, uh, that we have good, uh, challenging programming, um, that we hire good quality staff. Uh, All those things are very important. Um, And then uh, now I'm much more into uh, fundraising, making sure, uh, you know, everything's taken care of on a different level. So uh, it's changed a little bit, but uh, I still have my hand quite a bit in uh, the day-to-day operations. uh, So people need to take days off and stuff like that, or uh, there's other uh, things that I have to deal with. So I deal with more parents, more of uh, some of the bigger things, you know, as I said, raising money, things like that. I would imagine that it takes a lot of behind-the-scenes work 
to make a seamless week of camp happen for your campers? Yeah, we have a lot of support staff. Um, they help make things run uh, real smoothly, uh, very uh, very behind the scenes things. Uh, it's There's a lot of things it takes to have a kid come to camp. I mean, there's paperwork and waivers and health forms to all fill out, as well as, uh, you know, getting them signed up, uh, handing out scholarships. Um, I mean, I just, I have a board meeting uh, tomorrow, and so I was trying to get all my statistics in order, but uh, I was pleased to find out we helped serve about 135 uh, kids with scholarships of some sort this year, and we gave away about $38,000 worth of scholarships. So, you know, without that scholarship money, we wouldn't have kids come to camp. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, now I can, in my mind right now, I can actually see driving into camp and there is a pond mm-hmm. and there was a seesaw mm-hmm. where that used to sit on the other side of the pond. And I met one of my best friends in the whole world <laughs> on that piece of playground equipment. Hey, Cheryl. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, can you tell us a little bit about the camp? Like, how is it set up? What, sure. what will people find when they come to your facility? Well, sad to say the seesaw is no longer oh, there. No. We got some new <laughs> playground equipment. Um, I could tell you a, kind of a little quick funny story is my son was kind of showing off with some girls. And uh, the girls jumped on the one end and he was standing on the other end. Oh. And he flew up in the air and the landed face first on the seesaw oh, no. and chipped one of his front no. teeth. Sorry, Josh, I'm telling that a very embarrassing story. but uh, And that seesaw uh, has seen some things. Yeah, it has. <laughs> but um, camp is a, you know, just a wonderful uh, bit of God's creation. I mean, we do have a pond where we do pond studies. You can go canoeing uh, for the first timers. Um, we have a campfire site there also. We have a creek where we go creek walking. We That's uh, one of the probably favorite things that the campers like to do. Um, we have about 200 beds uh, throughout camp. Uh, they're all air-conditioned, uh, heated also. So the, uh, we're ready for year-round use. We have a large dining hall. Um, it is the noisiest place in all of camp <laughs> because, uh, well, like this week, we we will be serving probably close to 250 uh, at every meal, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So you can imagine 250 happy souls and the noise that that brings. But uh, it is a happy noise. Well, camp is more than the buildings and more than even the trees and the nature that's surrounding you. Um, it has so much to do with the people mm-hmm. that, that show up on a weekly basis to mm-hmm. spend their time there with you. Um, what do you see happening in the lives of the people who come to camp? Wow. I think most people come and they really do have a life-changing experience, which is just awesome. We, we have Quite a few people who come who are unchurched. Um, they've come with their public school or they're invited by a friend, um, which is great. Uh, and then um, if they come here, they don't have a Bible, we pass out a Bible to mm-hmm. each and every one of them. We help connect them. In fact, I have a mom who I'm supposed to call uh, later this afternoon uh, that they're relatively unchurched and they're interested in getting involved in a church. Um, those are things that we want to do. Uh, we pray with everybody. We sing uh, all those fun camp songs that, uh, you know, when you leave camp, you still get to uh, sing them and remember them. Uh, I mean, I still remember, you know, many, many listeners might not know that, but, you know, that old Pass It On song, yes. It Only Takes a Spark, um, that was uh, fairly new when I went to camp a, <clears throat> a few years ago. So uh, singing camp songs is is uh, one of those memorable things, just knowing that you are loved and that you're, uh, you know, 
loved by a God who, uh, and loved by uh, so many other Christians that when you go home or go back to school, that you want to share that love with others. And that's what it's all about. Camp seems to have this transformational experience for a lot of people that you you don't leave the same as you came. <laughs> um, what do you think it is about camp that makes people maybe a little bit more open to hearing God's Word and being um, in community with their brothers and sisters in Christ? Yeah, well, I think, especially in today's culture, uh, we don't have cookie-cutter people anymore. Uh, we have a wide variety of people, and that wide variety of people come to camp. And uh, I think when you're met with unconditional love and acceptance and valued for who you are, um, I think that's very important. And I think camp does that uh, for everybody. I know that's something we stress a lot is that everybody should be included. Everybody should uh, be involved um, with all the activities. And so uh, we really do a lot of uh, a lot of work in encouraging uh, everybody to participate in uh, whatever activity they're doing or in their group. We work in small groups, just like Jesus did, um, and uh, I think that's just uh, a big key of what you know what makes people feel welcome. And when you feel welcome, then you'll want to get involved. Do you have a goal for all of the campers who come? Wow. Um, a big question. <laughs> well, we have a lot of different goals. Um, I know one thing, and we put it on our evaluation, is did you get to do something new? Oh. Um, and so uh, we ask all of our campers, did you get to do something new? Um, and that's, you know, one of those things that is unique about camp is every day can be a new and different day. Today, you might go canoeing on the river. Tomorrow, you might go climbing on the, on the rock wall. And yet, the same message gets shared, that message of love. You know, sharing that love is, is just awesome. So, But probably one of our big goals is we want people to have a great lifelong lasting memory and an experience. I remember being tagged as a last-minute um, outdoor education chaperone. <laughs> and the first thing that happened when I got off the bus is they gave me a climbing harness. And I was like, what is this for? No, I'm not doing this. But um, you're right. There's something about being pulled outside of your comfort zone that really um, shows you that you can do things that you didn't know that you could do before. Do you have a way of encouraging students or campers when they find themselves in a, in a place where they don't know that um, that they can handle a week at camp or that they can handle one of the activities or maybe they get homesick. How do you, how do you encourage them in those moments? Well, we use a lot of humor, uh, <laughs> which is a, which is a good thing, but um, I think just a good relationship building that we do, creating a safe environment where it's okay to fail. It's okay to stumble. It's okay to fall. You know, we're going to help pick you up and we're going to, um, you know, hopefully give you uh, that support and that encouragement. I tell everybody, if we're going climbing, I'm going to encourage you to take one more step beyond what you think is your comfort zone. Sometimes that brings a little bit of tears because of uh, anxiety and nervousness. But I think the smiles and and the happiness afterwards is well worth the little added stress that uh, – uh, may come with that experience, but uh, I mean, we have we have a kid at camp this week who's afraid of water, and Mom was like, "Well, I don't know if he'll want to go canoeing," and I'm like, "Well, we will encourage him." Try. We also, you know, really want that peer group to do a lot of uh, influence. You know, we talk about peer pressure as a negative influencer, but it can also be a positive influencer. Mm -hmm. uh, there's something to be said about a 
good, strong peer group that says you can do it or you can do anything. And uh, when you and your group starts uh, realizing that, you you know, the sky's the limit, uh, you can do anything. I know that you offer a lot of different programs at your camp throughout the summer and, the, and year round even. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that you do is you offer programming for um, people with special needs. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about what you guys do at Camp Warburg for that? Sure. We have uh, one program called Shepherding Sheep, um, and that is a program that's all run by us. Um, it is two little mini sessions during one week. We start on, uh, believe it or not, Memorial Day Sunday. And the first session mm-hmm. goes from Sunday until Wednesday, and then the second one goes from Wednesday until Saturday. Um, it's with people who are... Um, uh, fairly independent, uh, but they're people with special needs, uh, a wide variety. Some have uh, mental disabilities, some have physical disabilities. We try and give them a quote-unquote normal camp experience. We're doing prayers with them, singing songs, doing Bible studies. Um, we do puppet shows with them. I have a great story um, that comes from one of our special needs campers. The parents told us this, um, and so uh, every now and then I get good goosebumps when I tell the story. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Matt, which is the name of the camper, when Matt went home, uh, Mom got him into the shower right away because he had camp dirt all over and <laughs> and, and, and needed to uh, get that cleaned off. But um, uh, all of a sudden she was listening to him in the shower and he was singing Jesus Loves Me at the top of his lungs. I mean, that's really what it's all about is having that experience, taking it home, uh, sharing it with one another. I have to ask you, in your cycle of a camp day or a camp week, do you have a favorite moment? Wow. Favorite moment? Um, gosh, there's so many. I I love the smiles, and as much as I talk about uh, the dining hall being just a mass of loudness <laughs> and uh, coordinated chaos, a little bit, it is also just a great time. A lot of the kids will come up over to. Uh, I sit oftentimes at the staff table, but sometimes I go and mingle around with other campers. But just hearing the stories of the fun that they're having, um, the smiles, the laughs. I love hearing all the good things. I got to take a camper home last Friday, you know, I got to ask him, what was his favorite thing that he got to do? I was floored by what he said was, I got to kiss a frog this (laughs) week. And I was like, okay, I don't think I've ever heard that one before, but I was like, he got to kiss a frog. (laughs) I'm glad that that was the highlight of someone's week. (laughs) How has God worked in you as you've been a part of this ministry? What is God doing in your life because of this? Well, uh, I think I related earlier. I, a lifelong outdoor person, I stumbled upon camping as uh, a job or as a ministry because uh, my mom worked for 3M, and I, so I had a very nice, good-paying summer job. One year, the economy wasn't very good, and so um, I didn't get offered a summer job. In fact, none of the college kids did. But somebody on my floor, Mark, who is now a pastor, he uh, said, Bob, you're good with kids. You have high energy. You're, you love being outdoors. You should come work at camp. And so <laughs> I did uh, that summer a few moons ago. And then uh, I worked for about three summers in a row or, yeah, three summers in a row and about a uh, better part of two years year round uh, learning some of the ins and the outs. Uh, I really got involved in outdoor education, but I also uh, very involved with summer camp and our trip programs and and staff training and all, all, all those things. So uh, I really found that uh, it was something that I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed working with kids and youth. 
I originally, after leaving camp finally, um, I went and worked for uh, a couple of social service agencies. And one of them, uh, my second one, was Lutheran Child and Family Services, which is uh, who owns Camp Wartburg right now. Um, Lutheran Child and Family Services. I was working in their residential centers, uh, dealing with um, really troubled kids, youth, um, and uh, trying to get them stabilized. And, and, and uh, so I really found my heart for working with kids and helping them have a chance or a second chance uh, at, at a better life. And then uh, in 1996, uh, Camp Hortberg was uh, taken over by Lutheran Child and Family Services. As you mentioned earlier, uh, we did not have a very good reputation at the time. We were probably the smallest, if not the smallest, second smallest, Naloma camp at the time. Um, uh, we served 156 kids um, all summer long. Mm. And so uh, very bleak. Our facilities were bad. They really didn't have a, a, a very good program. In fact, I was very disappointed when I came to Camp Wartburg because I was talking to some of the campers and the staff, and I found out that Bible studies were optional. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, ah, this is so wrong. Um, and so uh, no longer are they optional, nor have they ever during my tenure. But um, uh, Bible studies, that's part of what makes you a good Lutheran camp. Um, prayer, Bible study, worship, the, the, uh, those three things uh, really make a key element for what we are and what all the Loma camps are. Um, it is about sharing your faith and your love uh, with others. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, when LCFS took over the camp, I pretty much lucked out, and uh, I had been doing camping programs. Uh, we'd done, done boundary water canoe trips. We'd done uh, Appalachian backpacking trips with some of our youth. We even came down to Missouri and went caving. I took a group caving once, mm-hmm. um, and so when the camp Wartburg opportunity came. I kind of jumped at it, and uh, we've been very blessed. Uh, you know, I mentioned there was 156 the year before me. Now we can do 156 in a week, um, and so uh, so you can multiply that out. So we're doing about 13, 1400. Uh, kids a week. And that's just an overnight. Um, we're, our day camp has really grown. Uh, we're probably serving close to 60 kids uh, a day in just day camp, where uh, kids from South County and from Waterloo and the surrounding area, uh, and they come to camp, they get dropped off in the morning, and then they um, go home every evening. So uh, it's just another great way of us to expanding our ministry. And then this fall, we're starting a before and after school program. So um, uh, we noticed in Waterloo, there was not a Christian slash Lutheran before and after school program. So we wanted to start that up. And so uh, we actually have our coordinator for that program. He started on Monday. And so he's mm-hmm. trying to get his legs underneath him. And uh, But uh, we're calling that after camp. So uh, um, <laughs> After camp. Yeah. So uh, we're going to give it a try. I think uh, if it grows like our day camp has, uh, we'll be serving a lot of people and and sharing that love of Jesus with everybody. So, Did you ever expect that God would use you the way that he has in these past several years? Hmm. No, I've, I've really been blessed. I think, and those of us who worked at camp, you know, it really takes a special person with some you know, God-given strengths and talents that uh, allow you to stick around in in outdoor ministry for as long as it is because uh, it is very challenging. It can be very stressful. It can be 
very rewarding too. It takes a special person. Uh, you're working with kids, youth, adults, uh, a wide variety of people all the time. And so uh, it is it is a unique position. I feel God's called me there and uh, I feel very blessed uh, to have served and mentored uh, to many, many people over the years. How would you encourage others who would like to feel like they're making this type of difference in someone's life or in the lives of children? Um, maybe they haven't found their niche yet or the way that they can give back in this kind of area. How would you encourage them? Have any tips or pointers for them? I would say come and work at a summer camp. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is one of the best summer jobs you're ever going to have. If you're getting into the field of people, uh, which most people are, um, I think you should really try and work at a summer camp. In fact, work at a Naloma camp. They're all across the country. It's a great experience. It's also just a three-month commitment where you are going to work in a close-knit uh, temporary community and uh, you'll get to build some of those relationships. I still have relationships with people who I was co-counselors with. In fact, I married uh, one of them. So uh, <laughs> uh, that relationship I keep very uh close and dear. A lot of the relationships you build, you, you keep. My daughter still maintains one of her best friends is somebody who she met at camp. We also are really good about encouraging uh, people to get into church work too. Um, we have had a lot of uh, gentlemen come and be pastors, countless DCEs, countless Lutheran school teachers. Um, so if you're looking to use your God-given gifts in a way of, uh, and you're not quite sure, shoot, work at a camp, kind of find out where you are or where your strengths are. And and maybe it's okay that you find out that maybe working with kids is not okay. And, and that might not be your thing. Uh, it's still, it's a great way to uh, find that out and, and still be supported at a camp. Well, Bob, you have convinced me that it's been far too long since I've stepped foot on a camp property. So... We have a chicken dinner, uh, always the last <laughs> Sunday of April. Everybody is welcome Everybody to come go. out. And uh, it's kind of an open house for those who uh, are looking at a camp. Um, uh, you know, it's kind of odd. We're we're taping here. It's uh, tomorrow's August. Yeah. And so it's kind of hard for me to say, hey, come on out to camp. Um, but <laughs> there's always next year. Um, and uh, we have other opportunities, too. We do a men's retreat. We do a women's retreat uh, for uh, those who have passed those youthful uh, days. And still um, want to go canoeing. And still want to go uh, <laughs> do whatever. Uh, most of them, the men's and women's retreats, they uh, like to go climbing uh, from time to time. So uh, we have both indoors and outdoor climbing and stuff like that. So, But a lot of activities, a lot of options. Um, and so uh, find your closest Naloma camp. You can go to naloma.org and find out where one of those is. If you're here in the Midwest, you're blessed because there are a lot of them in the Midwest, but they're also out West. Um, there's a couple uh, a little East of here, but not too many. Well, Bob, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Uh, thank you. And uh, uh, yeah, tell everybody, just come on out to camp. Give it a try. <laughs> Psalm 19, verse one. The heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. There's something uniquely special about connecting God's world to God's Word. Christian camps give people an opportunity to break away from the noise of everyday life and come face to face with God's Word and His creation, all while being surrounded by their brothers and sisters in Christ. Is God calling you outdoors? Or maybe He's calling you to help someone else experience the rewards of camp. That's Action and Ministry. I'm Rachel Legutte. 
Thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We'd love to hear how you and your church are ministering to your community. To submit ideas for this podcast, visit our website, lhm.org forward slash action and send us an email.